Hey, this is Kyle from the Longbox Cast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover designs a million times. But now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Longbox Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator, one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Always every single time I ruin that thing. All right, we are you, back. You ruin everything. I do ruin everything. That's what my dad said when I was born. <clears throat> He's ready for a divorce and then, uh, you know... Got stuck with this problem child, I guess. Uh, anyways, this is Patrick. Can you believe it? We made it to episode 20. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty awesome. We did not get canceled. We did go on hiatus because uh, a lot of stuff went down in everyone's lives. And 2016 hasn't been happy. No. No? But, um, yeah, of course, you can listen to uh, All White Tukey on the 4i Radio Network. Go to www.4iradionetwork or go to Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And of course, we're brought to you by Revenge Lover, illustrations and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And we totally, like, I totally butchered the beginning of the show. It's been a while since we've done it, but usually, like, hi, I'm Steve, and <laughs> you, you can say your name, Pat. I'm Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. I thought you were dead. And we do we do have a guest on the show. We do. Yes. Um, I don't know if your wife is going to be too excited because yeah. she was already flipping out with uh, when you invited. You're like, yeah, I'm bringing your uh, teacher over to the house. And she was like, no. So without further ado. Well, hey, guys, they call me the legend. All right. Oh, the legend. <laughs> That's the way it goes. All right. I got to tell you, Amy, the pantry smells good. <laughs> So, um, what we like to usually do on the podcast is it's been a while. Uh, we usually catch up on everyone's weeks or months at this rate because I think the last one we did was October, maybe. No, we yeah we did one show right before you and I went to Vegas. We did. Yeah, and we never got a chance to talk about Vegas because um, stuff happened in your life yeah. and things were we kind of went on a hiatus at that point. So, um, but Vegas was good. <laughs> it was it was swell. Yeah, it was swimmingly. Um, but yeah, it's a new year. Uh, hasn't started off great for, uh, I would say celebrities in general. They're all, they're all dying. They're all dying. Um, and then I know we've had some rough patches. You're going through some stuff right now with, uh, other issues. And then I have, uh, I had the vet thing or whatnot, but, uh, in fact, I think their best bet to do right now is let's have our guest talk because he probably has some interesting things to talk about. And uh, I don't think Patrick and I want to just be like, hey, we're back, and here's depression. Yeah. (laughs) Well, aside from the legend, Mm -hmm. he's also known as uh, Chef Conrad. Ah. Yeah, there it is. is. 
there it is. Chef Conrad, the let the legend. The legend. Apparently. 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 Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh. Guys, I'm glad to be on the show tonight. All right. I'm looking forward to uh, you guys popping my cherry with my first podcast. All right. Oh, he knows. He knows exactly what's up. We like to pop people's cherries. <laughs> yeah. The the weirdest thing is when I I had to say that to Patrick's wife for the podcast. We're like, hey, you're, it's your first podcast. We popped your cherry. I never thought I would ever say that. That'd be kind of, uh, yeah. It was really awkward for a minute. How did you get out of that one? I didn't. <laughs> I think Patrick stabbed me. I lost a spleen. It was weird. Oh, nice. It was a good Christmas, though. Talk about that spleen, though. We could cook that for dinner. I can make, make it pretty magically delicious. Okay, can we now? Yeah. This might get weird now. I might ask you, ask you... Yes. Well, first we have to soak. First we got to soak it, soak it in milk, all right? Help remove any impurities, all right? And then, oh yes, uh, probably sauternes, maybe a, uh, a a nice um, Moscato di Asti, you know, sweet and drunk wine. And, and and we need garlic, we need shallots, and of course we need some red wine to cook it in. So, uh, but I would start off with a saute, saute of the spleen, throwing some shallots and garlic. And then we'll actually, because you can live without your spleen, Patrick, we'll be happy enough to feed it back to Steven. All right? Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. We're getting Hannibal on that. Exactly. Well, I was just about to ask that. Is there any organ you can't cook that could actually be delicious from the human body? I don't know. I'm not really big on lungs. The only time I've had them is in haggis. And I don't know. That's a hodgepodge anyway. Everything's shoved into the stomach of the game. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you find that very rarely in America. And... Like I tell everybody, I'll try. I'll eat anything once. If I like it, I'll go back for seconds. I ate monkey. Ooh, all right. I I could go with that. And it was really freaking good, actually. It was that. Uh, so I I had monkey in uh I think it was Thailand. Oh, was it? It had to be Thailand. Yeah, it was a a street market deal, and it, he had like this barbecued shit on a stick, and I was like, oh cool, barbecued shit on a stick. I'm kind of drunk. All right, I'll eat like you know you know like, not that much, like ten or twelve of them. <laughs> And so then the guy's like, oh, you like the monkey. I'm like, is this monkey? He says, says, yeah, it's monkey. I'm like, yeah, I like the monkey. Give me about six or seven more. And, man, it was good. It, I, I'll eat monkey any day of the week if it's cooked like that. Yeah, I bet. I bet. It was mostly the sauce. I think it was mostly the sauce. He put it in and made it taste good. Because you, know, you put the right sauce on some barbecued shit on a stick and it's going to taste good, right? You know? Yeah. Well, I remember my dad taking us down to Tijuana, Mexico, and, um, you know, the street tacos. You get about eight of them deep, and you're like, I want two more. And he's like, hey, son, do you see any dogs walking around? (laughs) And he points to that, and I'm like, no way. He's like, yeah, it's a dog. So, best damn tacos ever. Salsa verde, onion, cilantro, and had to be the sauce for the monkey, too. But I'll be all in. Try it at least once. You know, um, like if I liked it, I'd go back for seconds, sevens, eights. Sevens. Yeah. Sevens. Now, now it's with me. I, I get the whole lamb on the cutting board. You know, we break down the whole animal. And I'm like, you know, this just looked like my dog. I'm just going to remove the skin. <laughs> you go home, you start looking at your dog for dinner. Oh, that, that would be a good cut. I'm going to fatten you up here. So... <laughs> Steve, if he starts feeding you lots of corn, you know you're in trouble. Oh, I'm in trouble. Okay, okay. That's good to know. Well, we've learned how to prepare spleen, so. Yeah, yeah. First key with any awful is to get rid of the impurities. All right, you got to soak them in milk. 
right? Does that work with anything? Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll take the gamey flavor out of venison. It'll um, lactic acid breaks down protein. It will subtly tenderize, but at the same time, all that milk and iron proteins pulling the milk proteins are pulling apart. Wow. So it's it's interesting. That, no, uh, gypsies. Yeah. I always go back to gypsies with you. It's weird. Our podcast consists of like almost three things: it's Canada, gypsies, and Hitler. Ah. Uh, so. I love that stash. I wish they'd bring it back. I haven't seen it since Charlie Taplin. Oh no! Uh, what's his face? Michael Jordan had it. Did he really? Yeah, there was a Haynes commercial he did a while back, and he had the thing. And like, what I love is like he goes in. Does hair and makeup, but like no one during hair and makeup says like, "Hey, you might want to you know, clean that up or that. whatnot." Oh no, you're not going to. Okay, that's fine. And he just went out there and uh, there's a couple of Haynes commercial where he just has like this oh, like. We had, we had, like black yeah, we had black Hitler. Well, at least he had game. Cool. Hitler, Canada, and, and and gypsies. And gypsies. Well, I've never cooked a gypsy before, but. Let's get some food talking here. You guys heard Steve's got a crock pot now, man. He's cooking hardcore. Yeah, that's right. Last time people knew me, I didn't have any uh, cooking utensils. Like when I first moved out, I realized everybody I lived with had all those things. So I had like a couple of items. So I'm like, I'm going to – oh, I don't have – all I had was paper plates. And you had a spork. I had a spork um, and stuff like that. Well, that was the funny part. I, I finally just got – I keep forgetting the name of it because it actually has a name, but I always call it the spaghetti spoon, but it's like a pasta. Yeah, what's it actually called? The spaghetti spoon thing. It's, it's just a pasta spoon. It's so the pasta can be stirred and then picked out. Yeah, yeah. it's like spaghetti spoon, I, I've right? I've seen that utensil used for one thing, and that's spaghetti. And, and spaghetti. And at home. And at home. I've never seen one in the industry. We've really? Tom's. Really? Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, you, I want him to give away all the secrets, you know. Uh-huh. People will be like, I didn't know this. Now, uh, uh, we got to just... Lay it out. Where have you worked exactly? Like tons of. All right. Let's let's lay it out there. Yeah, let's lay it out. The history of uh, Chef Conrad Shuftum. The legend. All right. <laughs> yeah, the legend. the legend. All right. Um, I count my career professionally at the age of 20. Uh, went to community college. Wanted to be a firefighter. Figure a firefighter should know how to cook. So I took some culinary classes. Did extremely well on them. Uh, the chef took me and I did an apprenticeship at the Ritz when I was 20. So I'm 44 this April, and I've been doing this 24 years. I love every minute of it. Wow. Um, so we started with the Ritz-Carlton. Big name, big place. Yeah, it sucked working there. All right. Um, been around, spent six years with the California Pizza Kitchen. Uh, opened up 23 different stores. Uh, had four home stores. And uh, came here to Scottsdale, Arizona to go to culinary school to kind of round up my career and move into management. Um, from school, I worked at the Royal Palms Hotel and Spa. That was their lead line and butcher. Uh, from there, we moved over to the uh, Wigwam Resort on the west end of the valley. That was the chef de cuisine for the Arizona Kitchen. Um, left there, went back to the Royal Palms and worked as a banquet sous chef. And then offered my executive sous chef position and opened the Radisson Fort McDowell. Um, became executive chef within the first six months. My old chef's feet hurt, you know, and he went back into sales. Ah. Uh, from there... Um, Got into a huge motorcycle accident. Love talking motorcycles. Ride to die, all right? Ride till I die. And um, wanted a quality of life change. Had some kids. I went to work for a business industry, and I was an executive chef for a Honeywell and then a Bank of America. Uh, I've been teaching at Le Cordon Bleu now. We're going on five years, just over five years. And uh, 
I'm just making a difference in kids' lives, adults, I, people loving to cook, and I'm just stoking that fire, and it, it's been a blast. Uh, so now it puts me right here at this podcast, and you know, we're going to talk a little food and talk a little Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe skewer a gypsy, and, uh, and, and hopefully the Canadians can figure out how to make bacon. We might have a good day. Uh, that was that was good. Uh, before we actually, because I I now want to know what dish would go well with like a Hitler uh, thing. But before we do that, German, German yeah. Well, it's always a sausage fest in Germany, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Really, is it's sausage up in here? Uh, I want to. I have to go back. So you said Bank of America. Were you working at their corporate building, like doing the yeah uh, the dining room? Okay, yeah, because I used to. I was there for a little bit or whatnot. I was like, oh, they have their own kind of like, you know, like. Yeah, I, we took over what was once a countrywide before the recession. Uh, Bank of America bought it up with all the money they had, mm-hmm. and um, I had four thousand people on site. I would probably feed twenty three hundred a day, breakfast and lunch. Yeah, Dude, it's, it's great. Monday through Friday, nights, weekends off, and I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that job even existed. Yeah. It actually, it was really kind of cool because working there, you could kind of go there, and I'd be like, "Oh, I don't have like I didn't I forgot my lunch, or I don't have breakfast, or whatnot." You could literally just walk in, boom, pay, and get your stuff. Though so I thought that was like, and sucked though, because then you get spoiled, because then you go to jobs that don't have that now, and you're oh, just like, "Oh, I didn't pack a lunch." Yeah, I really don't want to eat McDonald's again. When did you work at Radley? Fort McDowell? Yeah, I opened that up in 2005. So I started. I started September 2005. Um, I was the exec in. April, May. I left December 2007, 2008. Okay. Yeah, it was interesting working for the tribe up there. We uh, treated your wastewater. Okay. Severn Trent runs Radisson's wastewater facility there. That in the uh, Fort McDowell Casino? Yeah. So Amy and I actually were involved in treating wastewater there. You know, it's a small world, isn't it? It's like yeah. you're always three people away from knowing somebody. <laughs> Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, that's a really terrific – this is actually like – it's funny because on our show, I think we've only had like people who've cooked so far on because your wife jumped on for uh, a little bit, and then I think we even had um, the one wacky fun night. Psycho tits. Yeah, yeah, psycho tits. Um, uh, <laughs> just just now yeah just now um and but yeah so yeah yeah if you want to talk i because I, I don't want to be that person that's like so you're a chef let me t- let me learn everything about it or whatnot uh but you did say you're actually interested in, like you and like, scaring mo- a gypsy and scaring a gypsy yeah i want to know how you would do that but also mm-hmm. motorcycles you're really big on in the dose do you see a ride uh yeah i'll have another bike here in probably about two months what kind uh, my last one was a Honda 1300 VTX. Great bike. I've owned two Harleys. They both leak oil. I despise Harleys. I had an Ironhead. Fixed. They're almost as bad as Fords. Right. <laughs> Fixed or repair daily. And they're not cheap to fix. Well, see, okay, the Ironhead I had, I bought it off of Craigslist, first mistake. The guy that I had it, got it from had somehow managed to rebuild the transmission backwards and the carburetor backwards now how you do that i don't know because i took it to a shop because i was like this thing's running fucked up so i take it down to the shop and uh i get a phone call a couple days later and the guy's like hey did you work on this thing yourself i said no no i didn't he's like yeah because it's the weirdest thing like what he's like well your transmission's backwards like 
what do you mean? He's like, well, all the plates and all that, it's all assembled in reverse. I'm like, oh, that's weird. He's like, yeah, I don't know how this thing even, like, were you able to ride it like that? Kind of. He's like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. He's like, yeah, okay. And he's like, and the carburetor, same thing, is backwards. I'm like, how? He's like, well, somebody took a grinder to the outside of the housing in order to make everything fit backwards. Like, okay. He's like, yeah, it's kind of screwed up. I'm like, oh, can you fix it? He's like, yeah, it's going to be like 500 bucks. Like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I didn't pay that much for it. He's, he's like, yeah, I, I would gather you didn't pay that much for it. <laughs> it's like, I would hope you didn't pay that he's much like, for yeah, it. I would hope you didn't pay that much for it. So they fixed it and everything. And I'm like, oh, this thing's it's still a pile of crap, even after I get it back. And, you know, I'm trying to ride it. Everything's leaking all over the place. I'm like, oh, this thing's a pile of shit. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to sell it. And so I find <laughs> post Craigslist ad, right? This kid up at Grand Canyon University is like all gung ho to buy it and everything. Get it up there, and the, he's like, "Oh, can I take it for a test drive?" I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So the carburetor starts just spitting fuel all over the place. It was like a jet stream coming out of the side of their fuel. So my asking price it was like two grand, and then like that happens, I'm like, "Yeah, give me a thousand bucks, I'm out of here." Right. <laughs> <laughs> And the guy's like, uh, really? You'd go that low? I'm like looking at the thing spraying fuel all over the place. I'm like, yeah, I'd go that low. <laughs> now, I have a question. And, and it, meanwhile, transmission's still backwards because I don't think they actually ever fixed that. They fixed the carburetor, but the, so I didn't have the heart to tell the kid, like, yeah, the thing's totally screwed. So the question I have is when you did take it in, they told you that it was backwards. Did they yeah. even give you, like, a reason why it might have, like, someone would have done that? Or were they just like, it's backwards? That's like Yeah, they're just like, yeah, this thing's screwed up. And they're like, you bought this off of Craigslist, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I want to know. The guy made the Xerox copy when he copied the book <laughs> manual and it was backwards. Everything was backwards. Yeah, probably. Like, he, he, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's just at the, the oh, light. Oh, no. It, it, see, I went from that, and then, it, you know, because my first bike was a sport bike. I did Jixer. Oh, I did Jixer in high school. Yeah, I did Jixer 6, yeah. And then, so I went from that to a V-Star 650. Okay, the Kawasaki? Uh, no, a Yamaha. Okay. I went from a Jixer to a Yamaha V-Star 650 that had no balls. It's so, you know, you used to hit that instant throttle. None of that. Yeah, trying to get around the snowbirds and everything. I'm like, yeah, don't mind me as I slowly make my way around you. Well, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and golf cart it by you. No worries. Oh no. <laughs> and so that you know, then I got that iron head because it was a thousand cc's. I'm like, this is gonna be a little better if it ran, maybe. Oh. And I'm like, no. And then after that, I got another Jixer 600. And the, been on a cruiser though, isn't it almost impossible to get back on that cake? that cafe bike dude my back hurts my neck hurts from sitting on that bike man i've been sitting cruising feet out highway extenders i don't want to be crunched up in that thing doing 110 miles an hour anymore no yeah i you know i it, i got bad knees too so like riding a freaking sport bike with bad knees is just hell on earth but i got used to the power you get so used to that kind of power and you're like man this is nice and you know i think if i was to get another cruiser i'd want like at least the 1300 at least it was a beast it was a beast uh i'm a fan of loud pipes save lives all right but this thing i gave it gas it moved i was up and on it it 
I coming home from Radisson, Fort McDowell, I was living out in Avondale. All right, that hour and ten minute ride home would become a forty five minute ride home very easily. <laughs> right, and uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was quite a beast. I'd actually like to buy another one, same exact bike if I could. Um, the ex wife junked it when I was sleeping in the bed in the hospital. Nah, it's one of the reasons why he said if I still ride, and what do I ride? And, um, 2006, I survived a motorcycle accident, helmetless. I I can still walk and talk. It's a miracle of God, you know. Hey, thank you, big guy. And uh, do I still ride? Is the question I get. And yeah, I ride or die. I've been riding stuff as a kid. I'll ride till I'm old. So, um, but big, I, you gotta have something that's gotta get you moving around. All right. I'm looking right now to, at um. Again, I'm looking for that BTX 1300. Um, newer ones are all right. They got a few customs out there. But I got to tell you, man, my Honda Civic's got 164,000 miles on it. And the thing runs like a champ. Why would I not buy another Honda? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I've, been, I've been kind of checking out the new Indians myself. Oh, yes. I mean, you know, I've heard kind of hit or miss on it. They, the, it I wanted for so long. The Indian came out with this freaking... Uh, the bomber? Did you ever see that one? That's the straight bars. Right? Oh, that thing was freaking sweet. It was painted like a like World War II yeah, bomber sweet. style. Oh, that thing looked badass. They only made them for like a couple years though, and now you can't find them anymore unless you want to pay like thirty thou, which I don't. <laughs> you must have been Baron Jackson, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want to pay like thirty thousand for a motorcycle, which well, yeah, that'll never happen. But those things were freaking sweet. The new ones, I mean, they look pretty good. I haven't heard much in the way of reviews on them yet, though, because it's kind of like a budget Indian, which, like, to be fair, like, Indians are kind of, if you're buying an Indian, you want to get a good one because the budget ones are shit, from what I've heard. Too much plastic, not plastic, not enough metal. Um, You know, the piece is going to break because it's made in China instead of being made in the United States of America. It makes a difference on those bikes. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you seen the brand new freaking, uh, it's a Honda that it's uh, not, it's like their touring bike. The new one? Not the Goldwing. No, no, not a Goldwing. It looks like a freaking Transformer. <laughs> no, but I ran out of oh, it, Polaris. It's, uh, have you seen the movie Burnt? Yes. It's the bike in that movie that he comes rolling up on. Oh, really? I had no idea. I, I've seen the movie. I saw it when it first came out in theater. You got to make me YouTube that now to see that bike again. Huh. Yeah, it was a brand new Honda. It came out maybe a year ago. And it's supposed to be like their tour. It's like a quasi mix between like cruiser and sport bike. Okay. It, it looks, it's gotten freaking, it's got awesome reviews. And it looks pretty badass, to be honest. Yeah, it's a Saturday trip. All right, Amy, me and Patrick are going to go check out bikes. <laughs> All right, we're going to just take a Saturday and, and, and go out and yeah. see. So that's pre-warning, okay? Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, let's get, uh, you know, bikes and, and just randle them on. Uh, let's get talking about um, something else. Now, Steve was talking, um, making some good food. You made a carbonara the other night? Uh, yeah, I've been trying. My New Year's resolution is to cook more. So, uh, like I said, got a crock pot, did the chicken teriyaki in that, and then made some chicken teriyaki tacos. Uh, I did. Uh, I just tried spaghetti carbonara. And then you mentioned something that I didn't even see in the recipe I found online when I did it was to add peas. Well, that's because you found the recipe online, Steve. Sorry to say. Hey, I am not going to class or a you know you know the master chef thing. So who rides bikes? Um, <laughs> uh, you're talking to a guy who is just like, I got a crock pot. Okay, basically, uh, <laughs> I got a crock pot. Yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, so 
Um, hey, you know Beck started off with two turntables and a microphone, though. He did, but I but I am not Beck. <laughs> now, if it, now if it had anything to do with comedy, I'd be good at. I know how to do that. So, um, but cooking is a, a completely different uh, animal and beast to me. But yeah, yeah, I've been cooking a couple of dishes. I I told myself every month I'm going to try to like have the stuff in my wheelhouse that I've already learned, and then try to cook two new dishes every month to add to it. So it's a good idea. Now, what'd you do before? Okay, this was a New Year's resolution of starting to cook more for yourself. Um, I imagine you ate out a lot. I did do a lot of eating out. I did try to cook at home, but nothing really like ramen and okay. you know, kind of like any anything that was frozen. But again, you want to cut your you want to cut your grocery bill in half, mm -hmm. pre-plan your meals, cook at home. You can make better food at home than you have to pay $10, $15 for on a daily basis. You want a Chipotle burrito with no E. coli? Let me show you how to make one. Yeah, that actually, that's certain things I've been learning. Actually, not even just even doing that after, like I guess, the first month, I've already noticed I've already lost weight without even like trying. And I'm just like, okay, you know, like that's like, oh, this is good, you know, kind of thing. Well, you're not so. sitting in a fast food restaurant thinking, oh, I just paid eight bucks for this. I better eat the whole thing. Mm -hmm. No, I can put a little of this away in the fridge. I make a plate and I can add some more. Oh, yeah. No, it's been great because you cook something. And then, like, I think when I did the ter teriyaki chicken, I had, like, three or four meals out of it. Exactly. So it's like you I mean, save more money. But, yeah, no, if you, like, okay, so if I if I can't get my recipes offline, would be you would recommend not to do that. No, there's some good place to look online. You want to stay away from – uh, Pinterest is great for the housewife if she wants to do things with it. I've found some cool things on there. Um, and I tell you, I love Rachel Ray's 30-minute meals, man. Okay. Because I'm a parent. I got two kids. I got a busy schedule. I got to go back to school. I, I need to get dinner on and off the table in an hour. Mm -hmm. And 30-minute meals is a great way to do it. And they're, they're good, decent, healthy recipes. Um, the use of extra virgin olive oil is fantastic. And... You know, it's getting you in the kitchen cooking because there, that's where you can experiment and learn what you're going to like and try new things. Mm -hmm. um, but it's cooking. I think that we should teach every 16-year-old kid in, in, in high school how to properly cook a goddamn chicken. Sew their pants. We actually, Pat and I said there should be those classes in high school where instead of like, because they always tell you like, oh, don't worry. Things get better. Things get better. But then shit hits the fan and you have no idea what's going on. Like we literally said there should be a class where you go there. It's called life. Yeah. And the life is they teach you like how to cook, how to take care of stuff, but they also teach you this. They're like, this is your job. That Like you pull a job out of a hat. That's your job. This is how much money you make for the job. And then every week they'll be like, boom, your car just broke down. How are you going to deal with this? Teach you how to balance a checkbook mm -hmm. and then you got a $500 expense coming out and you really want those new pair of Prada Nada shoes, but it's not happening. Yeah. Unless you're walking to the bus stop in them. <laughs> so that was a joke we made. Like, like you should just do that. That's why you get the Italian shoes at Goodwill, right? <laughs> Those are the best three dollar Jake Jake Cruz I found, man. <laughs> I, found, I uh, found a Charlie Sheen shirt there today for two fifty. Nice. <laughs> that those those Goodwill brown shoes. I took the worst picture of them when I posted. I was just bringing them home. Dude, I buffed that, shine that scuffs out of them. They look like a hundred dollar pair of shoes. And they even feel like it. They hurt my fucking feet like you would believe. <laughs> but damn, they're Italian leather. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you can always get kids stuff at the Goodwill. Actually, that was a really funny part because my sister, for some reason, she'll pick out the worst. 
Like she'd be like, I'm getting furniture, and you'd be like, what, Do you know where I got it? And we're like, Goodwill. She's like, how, how could you? How do you? I'm like, Look at it. And then I was living with an old uh, female roommate, and her mom actually stopped at the Goodwill and then got some stuff. So when I came home, I was like, Oh, there's an entertainment center, and then there was a bookcase, and there was a new like coffee table. Nothing matched. No, it didn't match, but I, I not once did I think any of it was from Goodwill. Oh wow! Because she actually picked out good stuff. And I was like, oh, and then I'm like, because my sister, like, she bought, my sister bought a couch. This couch was, like, hideous. Finally, like, the third time we're moving her, I'm like, can we just throw this out? She's like, but it's vintage. I'm like, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's prehistoric. I'm like, I'm like, a homeless person wouldn't even take a leak on this. That's how bad it was. Now, Amy brought home, like, the freaking coolest thing from goodwill mm-hmm. but she's like, oh you won't believe what i found at goodwill today i'm like oh here comes some more crap <laughs> and she comes she's got this giant freaking like chimay beer mug i'm like oh that's freaking awesome she's like no it gets even better and then she pulls out this gargoyle thing covered in like glitter and shit <laughs> it was like some kid's gargoyle like school project it's like covered in glitter and i was like oh my gosh it's awesome <laughs> I just got to think of it's got like flowers for eyes and stuff. It oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I guess you're gonna beckon. I don't even know. But uh, yeah, so I'd like to thank our guests for joining us tonight. Yeah, that was really kind of cool. So um, I guess I know we got a couple minutes left. We'll probably wrap up the show. Uh, it's good to be Scan back. Scan BC. Scan BC. So we're gonna do some scan. We're gonna do some scan BC for you kids because I know it's been a while. That's where we got the. Well, we'll actually get the theme song going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, down the hall to the right. Uh, Scan BC. <clears throat> Scan BC, kids. So it's been a while. We haven't hit. Uh, we haven't talked about the Great White North for a while because Pat and I were on a hiatus, but now we're back for uh, I guess the second half of our season. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. We'll just say. Well, that. Let's just call it that. Second half of the season. So I'm gonna pull up Twitter. We left it off on a cliffhanger. I don't know. Well, actually, we kind of did because we're like, oh, when we come back, we're gonna totally. When we come back, cliffhanger. Will the Mounties ride again? Will the Mounties ride again? So. We're going to go hit the... Sometimes, you know, Twitter just likes to mess with your mind. Okay, scan BC. So, I found a couple of them, and we'll probably go through. So, this one is... Uh, uh, Aborts Ford Fire responds to the Marshal and Majesty. Marshal and Majesty. I was there. Uh, to rescue a lady stuck up in a tree. I, I was that lady. After... Yeah. Trying to climb after a cat also stuck in a tree. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Uh, this one I think is great. Is uh, Paramedics in Surrey are responding to a residence near 96th Avenue and 128th Street for reports of a female with an object stuck in her vagina. Yeah, I was there too. Were you the object stuck in the woman's vagina? <laughs> no, pug okay. was. Oh, the pug was. The pug was, yeah. All right, let's see. Is yeah. that true, Pug? 
<laughs> Barn Burnaby. Barn Burnaby. Burnaby. Bur- Burnaby. Is it Burnaby or Barnaby? I have no idea. Anyways, uh, hashtag RCMP. Yes, the Mounties. The Mounties ride once more. Are searching for a male near Kingsway and Edmund who gave a fake name of John Smith and then fled the police. <laughs> Why were they looking for him in the first place? I have no idea. They don't even tell you that. Oh, the Mounties ride. Vancouver Police Departments are responding to Rupert Street and Fifth Avenue for dr- uh, two drivers fist-fighting after road rage for several blocks. That's great. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Vancouver crews are responding to West End Community Center for a female having chest pains after doing yoga. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Surrey, RCMP. All right, the Mounties. Are responding to a Peace yes. Archboard crossing after three people who tried to run the border and got caught. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's Wait, see. in which direction? Yeah, they run away or run into. Yeah. Uh, they didn't say it again. Oh. Langley. Hashtag RCMP. Hell yeah. The Responding to a, to a complaint from female that husband took 12 muscle relaxers and he is in a band that has another female in it. Wait, what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. In a band? No, in a band. So basically, complaining about a female is complaining that her husband took 12 mu- muscle relaxer and is in a band. So I guess he plays in a band and has another female. Apparently, she's mad that there's another female in the band. What does that have to do with muscle relaxers? I have no idea. Again, they don't tell you anything. Now, is muscle relaxers code word for the other female in the band? It might be. <laughs> he, he took her 12 times. Oh, uh, this one's great. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. so hashtag Vancouver. Police have arrested a male after he tried to rob the TD Bank at Maine and Pender. Two off-duty officers walking by took him down. <laughs> wrong place, wrong time. Oh, hey, what is this man doing, eh? Oh, I think he's trying to rob the bank. You want to stop him? Well, we are off-duty. Well, it is our duty, eh? Um, yeah. Oh, jeez, what is this one? Vancouver police are responding to uh, Kayslow Street and uh, East 24th Avenue for reports of two drunk males knocking over a porter potty. <laughs> Was anyone in it? I, again, you only have like 124 characters on Twitter. Uh, hey, look, I was just trying to have a good, you know, valve movement here, eh? And these two drunk guys just knocked it over. Let's see. <clears throat> or a shit show. Which one is it? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit <laughs> storm. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> okay, so uh, the Richmond RCMP. I think this is what we're going to end end the show on for Scandy. Right, the Mounties. Have arrested a male at YVR after he threatened a flight crew on a WestJet flight. Male had to be uh, restrained mid flight. Okay. Uh, Did he have a backpack? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Okay, we're ending on this one. This right. is gonna be the good Let's one. Okay. Northern Vancouver. Hashtag RCMP are responding to a resident for a male and female fighting. 
male upset that female is wearing his pajamas. <laughs> Isn't that what every man wants? <laughs> I, yeah, I I think that that'd be a good thing. I you guess. don't understand. I got off of work, eh? And I was going to wear my pajamas. And then this woman is wearing them, eh? I was outraged. Yeah. Dance off, dance off. yeah. Oh, good times. <clears throat> Whatever it was a onesie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> onesie with the butt flap. My question is, how'd she fit into him? You know, it must have been a pretty big girl. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so yeah, I think that's gonna wrap up this episode of All White Tuki. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at All White Tuki. Um, also, you can find us on the Facebook page as well. Give us a like, and I want to thank our guests for joining us. And if yeah, you, if the, you, the legend, the legend, if you, if you actually had a good time and you want to come back on, just let us know. We'll have you on anytime. Right on. Thanks, guys. It was a blast. Hopefully, with better conditions, and I'll bring the better board. <laughs> we'll, we'll sit down. We'll get some food cooking. We'll get an episode in the kitchen. We could do that. Yeah, right. that would be fun. Um, actually, if you have anything like you want to plug, uh, anything you're currently working on, if you have a Twitter or anything that people could follow you on or anything like that, or I've never seen a tweet <laughs> or sent a tweet. Uh, it's just it's Facebook, it's food and love of food. That's that's all I got. Okay, no, that's good. We can get people to check that out. And Patrick, uh, you have anything to add before we skedaddle out of here? I'm gonna rub the mic on my pug's butt. And he's actually rubbing the mic on his pug's butt. He likes it. Of course, like I said, you can follow us at the AWT Podcast on Twitter and all that kind of great stuff. So, yeah, this is going to wrap up uh, the first episode of 2016 of All White Tukey. And uh, hopefully we'll be back and everything like that. And we made it. We made it to 20. Yay. Yay. And we were king. We got the 20th episode. Yeah, yeah. And then we get canceled. All right, that's going to wrap this up for everybody. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.